0: Especially as teens or adults, we already have set habits and patterns when it comes to our movements and dancing and every other physical pursuit. Learning a new technique requires integrating many new patterns. So how can we actually change these well ingrained movement habits and move towards mastery? I'm Blythe Stevens, and this is the A Blythe Coach Podcast, dance and yoga education and coaching to move through life with balance, grace, and power. In last week's blog and podcast, number 35, I quoted Peggy Hackney's summary of some possible steps in the process of change from her book on Bartenev Movement Fundamentals, Making Connections, especially with regards to its application to change processes in all of life today I wanted to dive a little deeper in terms of how to apply these processes to cultivate technical virtuosity and full artistic potential as dancers and movers. Hackney elaborates on how to clarify one's movement intent further, which is key to changing the way we move. The clearer you are about your intent in movement, the easier it is for your neuromuscular system to function properly. You won't then be giving it mixed messages. Once you know what it is that you want to do in a general way, become specific in one of the following ways. A, use imagery. Let your mind's eye form an image of yourself doing exactly what you want to do, such as running with long, easy strides, with energy to spare as you reach the finish line. Or let a metaphoric image spontaneously come to you, such as running like the wind sweeping across a grassy plain. Unquote. I am absolutely a believer in imagery and have seen it transform my own dance technique and yoga practice many times. It's so magical when an image resonates for one of my students and their access to the desired movement suddenly shifts. I have another podcast on imagery, number six, using imagery and visualization in dance, yoga, and meditation, and will continue to provide more examples of images to try in the future. Hackney continues, quote B, work from movement fundamentals, work from movement principles. With the help from fundamentals, you can understand how your body needs to move in order for it to function efficiently. Fundamentals is based on fundamental truths about the nature of movement and how your body is made. It's fun to find out a bit more about your own anatomy or kinesiology, and you can use any new information to direct your imagery." I agree it can be very effective to educate yourself a bit on the functional anatomy and kinesiology of the body as well as to get feedback from a teacher knowledgeable about such topics and fundamental movement concepts. You can seek out a Bartania Fundamentals practitioner or explore other somatic movement practices and therapies, as well as train and dance with a teacher who is also familiar with such concepts. This is why I believe it's important to teach conceptually so that this learning can be applied to all topics, in this case to all types of movement and all movement situations, as well as analysis and critical thinking so that we understand the why of shapes and movements, the inspiration, the intention, not just the superficial shape, it appears that we're trying to copy. And as Hackney said, Good, clear anatomical images from illustrations or videos can provide great insight to support our internal imagery work. She goes on, quote, C, let your whole body be involved in the movement. Don't focus on just one part, one part may be the primary mover but an active relationship with the rest of your body is needed to ground and stabilize for instance if you're focusing on moving your arm you still need to know that your arm is supported in your torso and your torso is utilizing its connective pathways down into the earth the whole body is connected activate the connections between the joints and the alive connection into the earth rather than locking in one part to move the other." Complex though it is, we need to focus on the entire system and scan the body as we move to maintain connection throughout. This becomes more automatic with practice and starts with connection to the earth and the physical forces acting on and through our bodies. I also discussed this topic in podcast number one, finding a grounded state of being for dance and life, and two, finding a centered state of being. Hackney continues, quote, D, tune into your own emotional feelings as you move. Movement can bring up feelings, and becoming specific about how you're feeling allows you to move more dynamically. You might notice the softening in your chest brings a feeling of sadness or joy. You can then use that feeling to help you move more softly or exuberantly with power. Exercises are less boring when they are personalized, unquote. Physical and emotional sensitivity is definitely an asset here, and we can use these facilities to fine-tune our movement. In my podcast number four, Finding a Creative State of Being, I talk about identifying and working with our feelings, emotions, and contexts to create what we dream of. We can't be fully effective or expressive while disregarding this aspect of our being. And I hold that an instructor who also includes the emotional aspect of our humanity can be more effective than one that attends only to physical and technical aspects. And finally, Hackney says, quote, E, work with the space around you. Let yourself reveal lines of spatial energy. For instance, as you run, let the underside of your thighs reach forward in space. Envision your center of weight propelling you forward with no deviations. Be like a laser beam. You might even want to repeat the word forward, forward, forward. You can also let the clarity of space organize your body connections. For instance, as you arch your back in dance or yoga, let your head reach back and up rather than back and down. This will help keep your spine from crunching. Unquote. All movement is performed in relationship to our context, emotional as above, as well as physical or spatial, even social, and so on. Podcast number three, Finding an Oriented State of Being, and 25, The Body and Space, speak to the space around us, as well as the dimensions and planes of space in the body, video on YouTube, and I wanted to point you to some additional resources if you're interested in continuing with this topic. Personalized teaching and coaching can be potent tools and that they provide a mirror to show us clearly what our current behaviors are and their impact, as well as design a way to move intentionally and powerfully forward schedule a complimentary consultation with me using my Calendly calendar to design a project plan, recover from a breakdown in one of your existing goals or projects, or discuss your dance technique and performance goals. Additional resources about habits and goal setting include Podcast 31, Healthy Habit Building, 32, Theme Vision and Project Planning for 2021, 34, Goal Setting for Dancers and Humans, and the Healthy Habit Building YouTube video. So let me know, what changes are you making this season? Send me a message or click on over to at a Blythe Coach on Facebook to share the transformation that you are creating. Thanks so much for joining me. I will talk to you next time.